This is Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more cunning than all the wild animals the Lord God made on the earth. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat from every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit from the tree of the garden. But from the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, You shall not eat from it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You shall not die by death. For God knows in the day that you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like gods, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree beautiful to contemplate, she took its fruit and ate it. She also gave it to her husband with her, with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of the two were opened, and they knew they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Then they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden that afternoon. And Adam and his wife hid themselves within the tree of, in the middle of the garden from the presence of the Lord God. So the Lord called, God called to Adam and said to him, Adam, where are you? He replied, I heard your voice as you were walking in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. Thus he said, Who said you were naked? Have you eaten from the one tree from which I commanded you not to eat? Then Adam said, The woman you gave me gave me of the tree, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Thus the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the cattle and more than all the wild animals of the earth. On your breast and belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall be on guard for his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain and your groaning, and in pain you shall bring forth children. Your recourse will be to your husband, and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you heeded the voice of your wife, and ate from the one tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat from it. Cursed is the ground in your labors. In toil you shall eat from it all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground from which you were taken. Earth you are, and to earth you shall return. So Adam called his wife, his wife's name Life, because she was the mother of all living. Also for Adam and his wife the Lord God made garments of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. Now lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life, and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of pleasure to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he cast out Adam and made him dwell opposite the garden of pleasure. Then he stationed the cherubim and the fiery sword which turns every way to guard the way to the tree of life. That was Genesis chapter 3. Joshua chapter 3. Then Joshua rose early in the morning and departed from Achaia, Acacia Grove, and he came to the Jordan and lodged there before crossing over. After three days it came to pass that the scribes went through the camp and commanded the people, saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord our God and our priests and Levites who carry it, then you shall depart from your places and you shall go after it. 
but there shall be a distance between you and it. You shall stand as much as 2,000 cubits from it, and do not come near it, that you may understand the way you are to go. For you have not gone this way before. Joshua then said to the people, Sanctify yourselves for tomorrow, because tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Joshua also said to the priests, Take up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and go before the people. So the priests took up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and went before the people. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I shall begin to exalt you in the sight of all the children of Israel, so they will know that I shall be with you as I was with Moses. Therefore now command the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, saying, As soon as you enter a part of the water of the Jordan, you shall stand in the Jordan. Joshua then said to the children of Israel, Come here and hear the word of the Lord our God. Hereby you shall know that the living God is among you and will utterly destroy from our face the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing the Jordan. Choose for yourselves twelve men from the sons of Israel, one from each tribe. Then it shall come to pass that when the feet of the priests who carry the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth rest in the water of the Jordan, the water of the Jordan will cease to flow, for the upstream water will stand still. So the people left their tents to cross over the Jordan, and the priests carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord before the people. Now when the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant came to the Jordan, and the feet of the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord dipped in part of the water of the Jordan. Now the Jordan was overflowing all its banks, and about it was about the time of the wheat harvest. Then the upstream waters stopped flowing downstream, and a solid wall of water formed over a very great distance as far as the region of Adam. The lower part came down to the Sea of Araba, the Salt Sea, until it came to a complete stop, and the people stood opposite Jericho. So the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan, and all the children of Israel crossed on dry ground until all the people crossed the Jordan. This is Joshua chapter 3. Uh, Psalm number 5. Give ear to my words, O Lord, hear my cry. Give heed to the voice of my supplication, my King and my God. For to you I will pray, O Lord. In the morning you shall hear my voice. In the morning I will stand before you and I will watch. For you are not a God who wills lawlessness, nor shall the evildoer dwell with you. The lawless shall not enter before your eyes. You hate all the workers of lawlessness. You shall destroy all who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the man of violence and deceit. But as for me, in the fullness of your mercy, I will come into your house. In the fear of you, I will worship toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make straight your way before me, for there is no truth in their mouth. Their heart is vain, their throat is an open grave. They deal deceptively with their tongues. Judge them, O God, let them fall by their false accusations. Cast them out in the multitude of their ungodliness, for they provoked you, O Lord. But let all who hope in you be glad. They will, be, they will greatly rejoice forever, for you will dwell in them. And all who love your name will boast in you. For you will bless the righteous, O Lord, you crowned us with the shield of your goodwill. Psalm number six. O Lord, 
Lord, do not reprove me in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are troubled, and my soul is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, and deliver my soul. Save me because of your mercy. For there is no remembrance of you in death, and in Hades who will give thanks to you. I am weary with my groaning. Every single night I will dampen my bed. I will drench my couch with my tears. My eye is troubled by anger. I grow old among all my enemies. Depart from me, all you workers of lawlessness. For the Lord heard, my, heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord heard my supplication. The Lord received my prayer. Let all my enemies be, be ashamed and greatly troubled. Let them turn back and be suddenly ashamed. That was Psalm 6. <clears throat> Hosea chapter 3. Then the Lord said to me, Go yet again and love a woman that loves evil things, an adulteress, even as the Lord loves the children of Israel, for they look after strange gods and love and love raisin cakes. So I bought her for myself for fifteen pieces of silver, a homer of barley, and a jar of wine. I said to her, You shall stay with me for many days. You shall not commit fornication, neither shall you be for another man, but I will be for you. For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king, without a prince, without a sacrifice, without an altar, without a priesthood, and without symbols of revelation. Afterward, the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king, and they shall be amazed at the Lord and at his good things in the latter days. Hosea chapter 4. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 3. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair, with a belt of leather around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not think to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid at the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I indeed baptize, with you, baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and are you coming to me? 
But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. <clears throat> when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. That was Matthew chapter 3. Romans chapter 3. What advantage then has the Jew, or what profit is of circumcision? Much in every way, chiefly because to them were committed the oracles of God. For what if some do not believe? Will their unbelief make the faithfulness of God without effect? Certainly not. Indeed, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words, and may overcome when you are judged. <clears throat> But if our unrighteousness demonstrates the righteousness of God, what shall we say? Is God unjust who inflicts wrath? I speak in the man. Certainly not, for then how will ju God judge the world? For if the truth of God has increased through my lie to his glory, why am I also still judged as a sinner? And why not say, let us do evil that good may come? As we are slanderously reported, and as some affirm that we say, their condemnation is just. What then? Are we better than they? Not at all. For we have previously charged both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good, no, not one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues they have practiced deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by his deeds, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God through the faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness, because in his forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Or is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also, since there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith, and the uncircumcised by faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? 
Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. That was Romans chapter 3. Revelation chapter 3. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works, that you have a name, that you that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. You have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those synagogues of Satan who say they are Jews and are not but lie, Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet, and to know that I have loved you. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the of creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish that you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, and have become wealthy, and have need of nothing. And do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. That was Revelation chapter 3.